And greetings, everyone, and welcome to Buzz for Good, where we talk all things nonprofit, the people they serve, and the good they do. And today, I want to focus on an exciting nonprofit project called Art Space that we hope to bring to the old viscous plant in the Roanoke Industrial Park and how you are needed to make it happen. But first, I am Michael Hemphill, creator and host of this radio show and the TV show Buzz that airs every Wednesday night, 7 p.m. on Blue Ridge PBS, uh, also available on our YouTube channel at Buzz for Good, where we feature the great work of nonprofits and the marketing professionals who donate their time and talent to help the nonprofits achieve more buzz. You can stay connected with us on our Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube channels, all at Buzz for Good. I want to thank our sponsors, the Roanoke Cultural Endowment, working to provide a long-term funding solution for arts and cultural organizations in Roanoke, roanokeculturalendowment.org, Friendship, a senior living retirement community for citizens of the Roanoke Valley, friendship.us, and Partners in Financial Planning, a Southwest Virginia-based financial management firm, partnersinfinancialplanning.com. And speaking of sponsors, before Buzz, I buzzed as marketing director for Roanoke Catholic School, and one of my favorite highlights of the year was the Shamrock Hill Run. I am thrilled that the school is bringing it back this year, and I'm honored that Buzz can be a sponsor. The Shamrock Hill Run is going to take place on March the 16th, uh, St. Patrick's Day weekend, prior to the downtown Roanoke Parade. Uh, registration for this 5K and one-mile race. Uh, through March the 4th is just $20. After March 4th is $25, and race t-shirts are guaranteed for all who register by March 4th, though the school will do its best to honor all registrations. More information at roanokecatholic.com backslash shamrock hill. Now, art space. What is it? Where is it? And how can you be a part of it? It is my pleasure to welcome to Buzz for Good, Amy McGinnis, who works with Ed Walker, who's been developing the whole Riverdale project. Uh, she is the team lead to bring art space to the Riverdale project and to Roanoke. And welcome. Thanks so much, Michael. I'm glad to be here. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've been so excited about Riverdale because, you know, the whole old Roanoke Industrial Park has been this curiosity you know for all the time we've been, oh no yeah right so it's the it's like this kind of mad max fury road type you know <laughs> apocalyptic setting but there are also these really cool businesses that are already in place there but you know i never really knew what was happening there and then the news broke i guess it was what about a two years ago oh just a year just yeah. a year ago, it, seems, right? it seems sometimes like five years but <laughs> but yeah it was literally in it, around this time in uh, in 2023. Okay, yeah, where uh, Ed Walker and the city announces that the whole 100 acres has been purchased and Ed is gonna you know, start working to redevelop the whole place uh, into something, well, kind of something is the question mark, right? Uh, but it was just really exciting. And I view it as probably the most significant, exciting economic development project uh, in Roanoke over definitely the last 10 years, but maybe some could argue the last, you know, 25 years, just based on the geography that it covers. So absolutely. I think a lot of, yeah, I definitely have that feeling that it's that as I look back in however many years, it will, it will be the 
transformative project in, in Roanoke in my lifetime. Yeah. So not tell, that I've been here for my whole life, but well, me either. I've been here, you know, since 97, but it's <laughs> it's it's amazing. So tell me kind of what the vision is overall for Riverdale. I think the vision is that it it will simply become a, a thriving place to be um, as opposed to where it's been. You know, of course, Viscos, the old Viscos, as people refer to it, was originally uh, begun in the early uh, 19th, 1900s. I guess it was about 1919. And it was an incredibly thriving place, right? It was, it, it was described as its own I believe its own sort of mini city and they had parades and you know, tons of housing, 5,000 people employed there. Um, and so I, while it won't return to that same thing, it's certainly the vision of it is to, to take it back to something that is thriving and, and a bustling community of its own. Yeah. And so this bustling community would include housing Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah talk, talk about all the different things that you envision being in Riverdale. Thanks. I appreciate that. Um, yes. So definitely housing. It's It will be residential, um, have a residential component. It'll have um, vibrant community center activities. So you'll have food and beverage, arts and arts and uh, recreation, definitely a huge outdoors component. Uh, it's right, right on the river, right next to the greenway. Right next to right the river, right. Yeah. Yes, absolutely, and and access up to the trails on Mount Mill Mountain, um, in and a, a big bike component. I think we're we're starting to really feel that that's going to be a, a piece of it. There's there's um, acreage on the east side of the property that that adjoins the butts the river that is just crying out to be sort of mountain bike trails and skills areas, mm, nice. uh, things like that. So, yeah. any it, it's a place that that I think we really feel like you could either live there and and not leave for an entire weekend, or you could come in from outside and just and stay there and and not again, not really feel like you need to leave to go see anything else. But of course, you might be very much drawn to to downtown because it's just a mile and some away yeah. uh, to get there. Yeah, it's so exciting. I mean, the I don't, I don't know if people fully appreciate the scope of this project. I mean, cause there are, how many buildings have like individual buildings have you counted in this? I think there are about 20 individual buildings and we say sort of a, a million square feet under roof. Um, although many of those roofs are not watertight at this point, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of opportunity there. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. So, uh, and then out of that, so you've got some residential and you'll have some commercial and you'll have some, Restaurant light industry, yes, light industry. some of the folks that are that are currently there that are that are doing works. Um, you know, there's BNR Sheet Metal. There's Noak Van is is a thriving, booming business that started in a tiny, like I don't know, two hundred square foot building and is now in in a substantially larger building there. And and we anticipate all of these bu uh, businesses will stay and more will come in. Yeah, and then there's this arts piece that yes. uh, right now is being you know called art space but how did that originate well there uh, riverdale has has been has long been home to a number of artists uh currently art rat studio is one that that many people are familiar with and 
and they are there and thriving and we absolutely intend to keep them there. Dave Wirtz is a, is a metal um, sculptor and he's there. there. And so there's always been just this idea of one of the drivers of a thriving and, and bustling community is the art scene. And so we want to, we always want, knew that we wanted to bring in as much of that as possible. Um, and so that's how, how art space came into the picture. Ed will tell you that he's been trying to go steady with art space for 25 years. Um, I believe that they first came to town about, about 25 years ago to look at a, a, a development that he was he was looking at which was the cotton mill lofts um and they did not ultimately uh end up coming here there were you know things that happened i think probably the financial piece of it was the biggest the biggest challenge um but he got in touch with them again and invited them to come to roanoke and and truly not just to look at riverdale but he's he knows the influence that they can have um, and the impact that they can have and so they came in September um, and did a preliminary feasibility study here. And they looked at four different properties. They looked at uh, one in at the Melrose Plaza property um, in Northwest. And they looked at the Walker Foundry in the Norwich area. They looked at a property on Williamson Road and they looked at Riverdale. And of those four, they, they felt that Riverdale was the most viable uh, opportunity uh, so that was September, and they were really, in their words, I think, pretty blown away by the creative scene in Roanoke. There's there's just so much here in terms of existing arts assets. We have, you know, a, a, a lot of galleries and arts, um, arts adjacent businesses, and they visited places like Common Clay Collective, um, which is on Shenandoah Avenue and is an incredible undertaking and, and studio. Um, and then they visited, you know, they saw the public art, which I think everybody who's living in Roanoke now sees just this sort of explosion of public right. art that's happened yeah. in the last um, five or six years. And and the Roanoke Arts Commission, under the guidance of, of Doug Jackson, of course, has a, has a lot to do with that because he's done um, incredible work um, in finding funding and figuring out creative ways to engage mm -hmm. the artistic community here. Um, so all of that to say that that art space was was blown away they visited a lot of places and they and they talked with a lot of people um there were uh we had focus groups and um we had a public event and they presented and and listened a lot at at, at all of those so at that point they let us know it was it was kind of nice they let us know before they left town that they were recommending that we move to the next phase of the uh the process, which is a market study. I hang on for a second. I, I need I need to reintroduce you, uh, and also <laughs> I do want to put in a little plug for Buzz because uh, thanks to Doug Jackson and this whole arts uh, scene, you know, we were fortunate enough over the last two years to create six episodes of Buzz that revolve around arts and culture in Roanoke, and that we just wrapped right. that up in January, and uh, I was blown away. You know, and I've been here since you know, for 27 years, but I was blown away by the art scene just by being right. more a part of that. So anyway, I'm joined here on Buzz for Good by Amy McGinnis, who is working with, with Ed Walker on the redevelopment of the old Viscos 
uh, Roanoke Industrial Park uh, and is working as the team leader to bring art space to Roanoke. And you've talked about, you know, kind of art space coming in, but take one step back. Uh, what, why art space and what does art space bring to a community that perhaps the community could not do on its own? Well, art space brings in, and, and I don't know that a community couldn't do it on its own, but it, it's certainly difficult. Art space is a national nonprofit based out of Minnesota, and they are the leader in the nation um, and perhaps more broadly um, as a nonprofit developer for the arts. So okay. their mission is affordable living and creative spaces for mm. artists. Okay, And they've been doing this for like, 35 years and they have close to 60 um, installations developments around the country. Mm. They don't yet have one in Virginia and we would very much like to be the first. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um, th I appreciate that. Cause I, I was, you've been, I've been hearing about art space, but wasn't sure exactly, you know, what it was about them particularly that made this, you know, Right. They're such a good partner for this project. Because I'm also wondering, I mean, I would think that there are a more financially lucrative opportunities for that space than art, unfortunately, in this country. But um, well, that's an interesting concept because could somebody come in and, and put market rate housing in there and make more money? Perhaps, but... But if you think about the outsized impact that creatives have, then I think, you know, dollar for dollar, this is an incredible opportunity for Riverdale because it will become, in, in our hope, speaking it into, into existence here, it will become a hub for just creative energy and, and, and pursuits. And that will draw people um 100 to want to live there to want to visit there um and to just engage with that with that community that was a leading question by the way so I was... <laughs> <laughs> well, i'm glad I... <laughs> I i was trying to that was a softball pitch there just hoping that i could tee you up for that so, um, all right so so now we're at this next phase um where they're doing a market feasibility or market study for this and I, so and part of that has been, I know you've been heavily promoting a survey that's out there to get people to fill it out, I guess, to help out with that market study. So, Right. The survey we... actually is the market study. Yeah. Um, that is how ArtSpace uh, gleans the data that it needs in order to make a decision to come into a community to know whether it's going to be viable for them um, from a from a financial standpoint to to make the investment. So uh, that market study began a couple of weeks ago and it runs sort of through the middle of March. Uh, so anybody who's seen a QR code or heard anything about the survey um, has knows that we are in fact heavily promoting it because without the data from that survey, without those each and in every individual response, uh, we cannot make the case to ArtSpace that, that they should come here. Hmm. So we're looking to to reach as broadly and deeply into the creative communities in Roanoke to make sure that that everybody's voice is heard. Um, and the survey covers um, 
information from what is your creative pursuit and they give a lot of options because their their definition of a creative is is broad um uh and at the end of it is other you can always fill in in your own creative pursuit there what they tend to say is if you believe that your your pursuit is a creative endeavor we are likely to as well so that's who who could reside there who could who could live in an art space project um, and then there's additional, because it is a mixed use uh, development, there is additional space available um, for for creative use, whether it is, um, it could be a, a studio that you rent for a year or at least for a year. It could be short-term rentals of space for performance or other opportunities. Uh, it could be even built out as nonprofit uh, office space. So all of that is dictated by what the responses are from the survey. Artspace doesn't have sort of a cookie cutter, okay, we're going to come in and build this particular thing. They, they, they definitely target it to the needs of the community. And so that's why the everybody filling in their own particular interests and desires and needs on the survey is so critical. And where is, does this survey reside for people who are just listening? Right. I can't show you my QR code, can <laughs> I? <laughs> if you go to roanokearts.org slash artspace, you will find the survey there. You can also uh, more conveniently perhaps find us on your social media at um, Roanoke Artspace. No, excuse me. That's Artspace Roanoke or on Instagram, it's Artspace ROA. Okay, so uh, roanokearts.org slash artspace. Yes. Facebook is Roanoke Artspace. Artspace correct. And then and Instagram is artspace ROA. ROA. And I honestly think that I hope, I pray <laughs> that our, um, what is it, SEO, if you just type in Roanoke Artspace uh, into your search bar, you should be able to find it as well. Okay. All right. Once again, uh, joined here on Buzz for Good by uh, with uh, Amy McGinnis, who is working with Ed Walker on the redevelopment of the old Roanoke Industrial Park into this phenomenal 100-acre community with uh, residential housing and commercial and uh, restaurants. And we got to have some bars in there. And then <laughs> a very cool art space that uh, they're hoping to develop in partnership with Art Space, a Minnesota-based nonprofit that seeks to promote sustainable uh, living and and art spaces for artists uh, throughout the country, and this would be their first location in Virginia. And you mentioned earlier that uh, you're trying to make the case right now to Art Space for them to invest in Roanoke. Uh, what does that investment look like? Is it uh, time, talent? Is there funding as well? Oh no! I mean, ArtSpace. If they just if they choose to move here, um, let me back up on that. <laughs> it is when ArtSpace comes into a community, they actually own the uh -huh. the enterprise. They they come in, they own it, they develop it, and they run it. Um, they probably outsource their running it to somebody, sure. but they have a company and a division that does that. Um, so it is. It is theirs. They aren't investing. I mean, obviously, they're bringing a tremendous amount of expertise, um, but they fully fund the project before they put a shovel in the ground. 
So that is a combination. How do they fund their projects? It's a combination of things like low-income housing tax credits. Um, and they, they've been at this for 35 years, so they have other philanthropic um, pockets that they can that they can reach into and reach out to. There would be um, investment you know from the the state and government as well. We have um, we're very fortunate to to have some some good partners at the state level who are very interested in seeing this project come to to life. Um, so it, and there would be a philanthropic look as well for for funding. I see I see. And That's so how much how much of the hundred acres? would be devoted to art space? Oh, great question. So really they would they would just have one building, perhaps perhaps two. I don't it depends on how uh, depends on honestly how much need the the company um, shows and expresses how much square footage that they would end up developing. But we would hope for, anticipate anywhere from from 40 to 70, 80 units um, of of residential and then um, a, a solid amount of square footage for those those commercial uh, nonprofit ventures. Okay, okay, gotcha. But there would still be then additional space outside of the art space for the other things we've been talking about. Oh, absolutely. Right. Okay. I mean, we as we said, we have a million square, <laughs> a million square feet under roof, 20 buildings. They're only going to take uh, one of them in, in all likelihood. Gotcha. Well, how exciting. How exciting. All right. Uh, as we kind of wrap up here with Amy McGinnis, uh, working with the Riverdale Project to bring art space to Roanoke, you know, any <clears throat> final like call to action for people who are tuning in? I mean, obviously, yeah, you want them to go and fill out this survey to make the case to art space for why they need to be here. But why is that so important for Riverdale now and Roanoke in the future? Like what's the potential here? Well, I think Riverdale writ large has, has the potential to be incredibly transformative. Um, there is, you know, the, it resides in the Southeast quadrant of the city. I kind of hate to even bring the, the quadrants into the conversation, but, but they are a reality. And and Southeast, in truth, has some of the very worst um, health and other out outcomes in the entire city, and that's something we, as the the Riverdale team, are, are keenly aware of. And to think about bringing a positive and and energetic influence and an economic driver into that that community is is key and art space is a key to that as we we talked about in this way of of bringing a true energy and and thriving feel to to a community that that the arts and and creative spaces are are a huge part of that so I think that's that's it. Is that we we want to see that that be a part of Roanoke's future and and feel that it can be incredibly helpful to to Southeast and to the whole city. Love it, love it. Well, uh, I've got to go fill out my survey and <laughs> thank you, everyone Michael. here. And and that survey is open until March the. Yeah. It's it's somewhere in March, you know, but but get to it today. There's no yes. reason to no reason to wait. But if yes. you follow us on socials um, and, and help to push out the information, 
that that's incredible and and again the definition of a creative is is anybody who has any creative passion or pursuit in their life whether you make any money from it whether you ever aspire to make any money from it it's it's really about what you about a creative part of you that you um, and that that qualifies you as a creative and and you're we encourage you to to fill out the survey yeah. So once again, go to roanokearts.org backslash art space, or just Google Roanoke <laughs> art space, and that'll take you there as well. Uh, they're on Facebook, they're on Instagram, follow, share, do all the things to make sure that our art space knows exactly what a creative community Roanoke is. And we want to get them here to uh, help revitalize the Riverdale project uh, at the old Roanoke Industrial Park. So Amy McGinnis, thank you so much again for coming on to Buzz for Good and sharing with us this fabulous project and wish you all the best. Thank you so much, Michael. All righty, that will do it for today's show. You can stay connected with us on our Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube channels, all at Buzz for Good. Thank you so much for tuning in. We look forward to seeing you back here next time on Buzz for Good. And until then, please keep being a Buzz for Good in your community. Bye now.